The following episode is brought to you by A Beginner's Guide to Nutrition. Are you struggling to create healthy eating habits and maintain a healthy lifestyle? Do you find it challenging to know what to eat and when to eat it? If so, I have the perfect solution for you. My simple guide teaches you not to demonize food groups like fats and carbs. You will learn what to eat to lose weight and maintain your physique. You'll also discover how to build muscle, endurance, and strength. Taking accountability for your lifestyle is one step in the right direction. Learning to rehabit ourselves and eating this, not that, will also help you become the best version of yourself. Realizing that you need to learn how to eat in order to live in moderation is a challenging admission for some to make. The ability to determine that skipping breakfast sets you up for bad food decisions throughout the day sets you up for success in your fitness journey. But that's not all. After you've learned to create healthy habits and food choices, this book doubles as a food journal. This enables you to meticulously track your meals and have a quick reference on what foods to eat all in the same place. This is a blueprint to create a newer and healthier you. Don't wait any longer to take control of your health and wellness. Order my guide today and start becoming the best version of yourself. The link will be in the show notes. Audio Experience Podcast. Here is your host, Michael. Okay, I just read the story and it said that Chelsea had the worst preseason ever. I think it was clickbait because the answer is not really what you would think it is. If you want to hear what that is, stay tuned. So there were ultimately Three reasons, really. Reason one, Potter, the manager, said that the players told him that it was the worst preseason ever. Chelsea have also struggled this year. Duh. <laughs> and the problems are are from before the season even started. Now, again, I know how that sounds. And I know what you would think based on it. But that is not Potter taking a shot at Tuchel. What what you have to consider is that the team flew to the U.S. over the summer. They played three dates in the United States. On July 16th, they played in Las Vegas. On July 20th, they flew to the East Coast and played in Charlotte. And then on the 23rd, they flew to the South Coast and they played in Orlando. So that's three U.S. dates. And apparently they only won one of those preseason games. And I think it was the game against Charlotte FC. But that was not a shot at Tuchel. But it was really about the flux 
that the club was in. You had the war in Ukraine, which then ended up with the sanctions on the man on the ownership of the club. And you had the sale of the club. And then you had the purchase of the club by the new ownership group, which is the current ownership group. So when you consider the U.S. based travel, the one game that they won, and all of the flux that the previous manager had to deal with, had to try to navigate the team through, there's no wonder why that was probably the worst preseason that the players had ever been a part of. But you know, back to the point that Chelsea have struggled this year. The new ownership took over in May. They turned that roster over like crazy. They fired their manager mid-season in Tuchel. And he had to, sorry, Potter had to deal with injuries. An unprecedented amount of injuries. Just before the World Cup, which was an in-season World Cup, which is also something that you know, you're not taking into consideration when you talk about how bad the team is. Reese James, Bench, Cucurella, Kepa, Fofana, Conte, Sterling, Loftus-Cheek, and Aspilicueta were out of the squad before the World Cup even started. And then after the World Cup break, you lost Zakaria, you lost Mindy, and you lost Pulisic, and you lost Sterling again. And you lost Reese James again. These are real reasons why we struggle this year. Now, as I said, the problems existed before the season started. And with those problems, one of those problems was the money that was spent. And that turned into the pressure and noise that you get. Let me just go over the signings that were made over the summer to give you some perspective. All the transfers you had. Enzo, 120 million. Fofana, 80 million. Mudrick, 70 million. Cucurella, 65 million. Sterling, 56 million. Badia Shield, 38 million. Koulibaly, 38 million. Madueke, 35 million. Gusto, 30 million. Chukwameka, 18 million. Santos, 12 million. David Detro, Fofana, 12 million. Obama Yang, 12 million. Joao Felix, you had to pay his full salary for the loan, 11 million. Slonina, 9 million. Zakaria, you had to pay his salary for the loan, 3 million. It's a lot of money spent with that kind of money spent with those players coming into the squad. Expectations go up, noise goes up. It happens, but what you don't consider when all that money is spent is that you are getting young players. You are getting extremely young players, and and most of these guys sign six, seven-year deals because they're so young. By the time they get out of that deal, they'll be 25, 26. With that being said, you still... Even some of these new signings that come in 
have dealt with injuries. Hofana, Cucurella, Sterling, Koulibaly. Aubameyang was hurt some, and now he's out of form. Zakaria, out of form and hurt. It's ridiculous. Potter, though, he has the backing of management, and he isn't going anywhere. So all the fans calling for him to be fired. Dude just got the job, and I'm going to go over a list of everything. And it may not even be a comprehensive list, but it is a list of everything that he's had to deal with since he's got this job. I I would really love to draw a parallel to a different situation, but it's so unprecedented that I don't think there is another example. This is the example. You had the sanctions on the old ownership. You had the sale of the club. You had new owners come in. You had to hire a new coach mid-season. You have all these new signings. You have an in-season World Cup. You have unprecedented levels of injury. I'm talking you could feel the starting 11 of players that are all injured. You have Mount's new contract talks. You have Conte's new contract talk. You have Jorginho out of the club. It's a wonder that they're mid-table. I think that really is. Not like I said, I know it's not a comprehensive list. But this is just a small piece of everything that the club has gone through as an organization since the summer. And it's an, it's amazing that they are where they are when you consider all those factors. Now, I've seen some of the people online calling for him to be fired because, oh, you're a lifelong Chelsea fan. I understand that being a Chelsea fan comes with an anticipation of things being great, things being wonderful, but it's not always like that. And when that happens, you get you get people coming out and being very emotional about the results that happen with the team. But to be frank, these big, large Twitter accounts, these big, large Instagram accounts, these big accounts with large followings coming out, and they are the ones being extremely emotional. And and then they don't want to take any blame when people are calling Potter's family, talking about they wish he was dead, or they wish his kids were dead. Now, you have to accept some of the blame. I've seen the, the argument made that video games don't create murderers. Yes, I get that. Now, the parallel would be that big Twitter accounts don't create the fools who are going to call and send death threats or, or send email death threats. But the reality is they're being radicalized somewhere. <laughs> You're the one putting that content out there into the world to radicalize those people. Those people who are, are basically just pushed over the edge by seeing someone who may echo their opinion. And so now they take it a step further because they think that stuff's okay. But it's just a constant reminder that fan is short for fanatic and people are ridiculous. But the team is slowly being made into the image of the ownership group and the image of the head coach. You just need to give it time. 
and let it all blossom into what it's supposed to be. Thank you for listening to the Michael Nance Audio Experience. Subscribe to the show so you never miss a future upload.